Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. In alhamdulillah, nahmuduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa natubu ilayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amalina man yahdihillah fala mudilla lah wa man yudlil fala hadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh قال الله تعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون ثم أما بعد A very important thing to understand is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given every person time and just enough time meaning that we're always subhanallah rushing to Get time. We can't buy time. We can't purchase time. Time will just move along and would ignore everything around it. If you tell time to stop, it will not stop. It will just keep going and going, regardless. And in our day, there's limited time, as we all know. A third of that time is sleeping. Even some people sleep more than that. And for whatever time we have, we have to make a living, be productive. Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do our rights and responsibilities. However, we have an enemy towards time. A lot of people, they're not realizing the effects. The reason being is because it's triggering something in the mind and the heart in which the person doesn't even realize how much time they are wasting and how much time they are spending. So let me give you an example. Before social media, before our gadgets, our phones, our smartphones, if we wanted to do something, watch something, what we will do is that we'll go, we'll choose a documentary, we'll choose a film, and we'll put it on TV, and we'll watch it. That's what we call... Selective, right? You're selecting what you're watching and you're selecting what you're putting on. At the same time, you can also pause and stop and come back to it later. So, you know, some people say, you know, I'm going to spend half an hour watching this. And most of the times, if you're smart, you put something that's beneficial. Documentary, something Islamic, or whatever. Something that's going to benefit you in life. However, these days is different. This day and age, we are scrolling through social media as if we're digging for something to watch and we'll spend hours and 95 or 99% of the things that will come up, right, would have no benefit to someone's life at all. What's the benefit of watching someone dress up his cat? None. What's the benefit of someone... Watching someone eat a sandwich, no benefit at all. What's the benefit of someone showing off his car? What's the benefit of someone showing how he wakes up in the morning and how he brushes his teeth? Absolutely nothing. So as if the social media and our phones is stealing our time away. And in how it's doing that? By making us addicted to nothing. Yeah, you can be addicted to nothing. Because the reality is the way these algorithms are set up is to give you a mixture of things and put in some things of your interest to keep you 
addicted and entertained. So, for example, grab your phone. The first swipe might be a hadith. There's benefit, right? Alhamdulillah. Instead of you going to a hadith page or going to a hadith channel or going to Al Bayan radio, for example, and selecting something to watch and listen, you're just randomly scrolling through. Will be a hadith. Well, it's a nice reminder. Then it will be a half-naked woman. Then it will be a, you know, a devilish video. Then it will be a cute video. Then it will be a funny video. Then it will be a mystery video. And then again, there might be one verse that might pop up again. And then, subhanAllah, here's something you don't think about. Imagine this. As you're flicking through. And this is the addiction. You don't believe how much of an addiction you have. Grab your phone, go to screen time. Everyone has screen time on their phone. Check how many hours you're spending on your phone. And check how many times you, how many hours you're spending on social media. Check how many hours you're spending on all the social apps. Check how many times it tells you what you're spending on work, what you're spending on emails, what you're spending on phone calls, and what you're spending on other stuff. And you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Check your, you know, for those that have TikTok, check and see. How many hours you're spending on it? Check in a week how much you're spending. I asked the brother, how many hours do you think you spend a week? He said, probably about four or five hours a week. I said, that's a lot. Open your phone, let's have a look. 21 hours in five days on TikTok. 21 hours. He said, I can't believe that. I only spend like an hour or two in the morning, an hour. Then he calculated it. An hour or two in the morning, an hour or two before I go to sleep, that's three, four hours a day, times that by five, yeah, you know what, you're getting about 20 hours. It's a shock. That's where your time, the time that you could be earning money, the time that you could be memorizing Quran, time you could be learning, time you could be spending with your family. Now you walk into a household, every person is sitting on their phone, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. scrolling. And this is a new thing now with this scroll, 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 they just keep going and going. If someone's choking in that house, no one will notice. If someone comes to rob the house, no one will notice. If the car will get stolen, no one will notice. Because why? Because when someone scrolls, you have to understand the psychology of the brain. When a human being is searching for something like digging or searching, his mind becomes so focused in what's going to come next that they don't realize what's happening around them. They get so, try it. Next time someone's on there, say something. In that gathering, say something say something silly just to see their reaction. I guarantee they won't respond. You have no response. Why? Because they're super focused on what they are seeing. But this is the problem, right? As we're flicking through, how is it that we're going to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we've watched a funny video and then when we flick through, an ayah of the Quran comes and we don't, we, like, we don't want to listen to it. So we keep flicking. Yani we've bypassed a verse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we want to see what's next. We see a hadith of the Prophet and we bypass it. Imagine standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being asked that you bypass, that you cut the ayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You shut off the ayah to watch a video of a cat rolling around or a picture of a woman Exercising on the treadmill or something which is haram. Even I remember years ago, 20 years ago, the scholars they said, 
And I gave this example. When a CD or a tape of the Quran is playing, don't press stop or pause until the verse is finished. If you're in your car and you have Quran playing, don't turn off your car without the verse being completed. Don't just cut off the verse. Because sometimes that could actually change the meaning of the verse. Without the verse continuing through the whole ayah. If you say, La ilaha, and then you turn it off. The verse just said, La ilaha. It didn't continue. So the right of the Quran is for it to be completed. When it's being recited, at least the verse or the ayah. But a person flicking through, and you're facing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you're cutting off all these ayat. What are you going to say to Allah? Ya Allah, I cut off your words so I can see a funny video. I cut off the words so I can see something entertaining and interesting that has absolutely no benefit in my life. So now we've moved away from just screen time. Now it's put on to time that absolutely has no benefit whatsoever to a human being. Rather, if you want something, okay, I'm doing it for da'wah, I'm doing Okay, you want to do that for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake? Then go to the channel on these platforms. Go to the channel and look at that channel. Get the lectures from the channel, get the hadith from the channel, get the verses from the channel. But that's not what's happening. People are just scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through. So quickly, so quickly. One video after the other video after that, so quickly. Told it. I don't know what I saw. Why the human being likes flashing. You know the human being, he loves the flashing of lights. Right? He's attracted fireworks. Everyone stands there looking at fireworks. Right? Person has a shop. He wants people to attract to that shop. What does he do? He puts flashing lights. Naturally, as human beings, different colors, different lights, we like that type of stuff. We become addicted to that. And that's what's happening to us now. We become addicted to this changing of screens. What's next? What's next? What? Never ending scrolls. What's next? What's next? What's... The thing is, whatever's next is not going to benefit you at all. That's the guarantee. That is the reality of the situation. You want to go through YouTube shorts, you want to go through Instagram, you want to go Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be, there's going to be no benefit. Except for, if you want to say there is a benefit, it's the benefit that you go and seek. Okay, I'm going to this channel, so I can seek the information from that channel. Not just random, 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 hours and hours and hours and hours. Of what? So if I think about Iblis, right? Because you know, Iblis, he whispers into the chest of mankind. Iblis uses other humans to cause havoc towards other humans, right? And then those humans start to whisper and they become devils to other humans. So Iblis sits back. I want to distract this Muslim. I want to get him away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What am I going to do? Nice and simple. You know what? I'll get him attracted to social media. I'll get him attracted to these clips. Let him scroll his life away. Perfect. And you know what? We'll put some verses here. And we'll put some verses there. So he makes him feel that at least he's getting some Islamic information. To fool him. To make him feel. But at the same time, we'll put corruption here. We'll put evil here. We'll put black magic here. We'll put sin here. We'll put desire here. Slowly, 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 you start seeing... Ten verses, five verses, one verse to the point that you actually would not see any more verses. That a person comes completely distracted. And our minds 
it's it's يعني it gets a try. Yeah, understand the human brain has very bad weaknesses. We are very weak. We are very susceptible to addiction, to desire. That's how we are as human beings. So it doesn't take a lot to a person to distract to a lot for for something to distract us to the point that our whole life is gone. And you know what? If you've got your phone, you can go back years and see. And for those that can go back further, go look how much screen time you had. Used to be one or two hours, I guarantee. Before all these, the, the, the YouTube shorts and all these flicking through, right? You maybe used to be on your phone for two hours. Go check it. Now, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours a day. Ten hours a day. Let's say two hours is an acceptable time for someone to use his phone for it's messages and phone calls. That's acceptable. Work purposes, emails, whatever. Two to three hours. Why is it now hitting four, five, six, seven, eight hours? Where's the rest of the time going? Brother, how much come come? How much verses did you memorize of the Quran? None. How much hadith of the Prophet did you memorize? None. How many lessons did you go to? None. So what's the benefit? You're being distracted here. You're being fooled. You're being lied to. You're being cheated. You're being distracted. And sometimes it takes a person to draw up his life on a graph, take a step back and say, man, what am I doing? Even at work, my work, my productivity at work is wasted. I'm not doing any work. I'm not responding to customers. I'm not responding to emails. I'm not responding to brothers. I'm not, res- I'm not even calling my mother. I'm not even calling my mother. And my mother's command is probably no longer calling me. Why? Because everyone's sitting there and just swiping their life away. What I'm saying, there's no use for this type of stuff. Yeah, all right, there's benefit in everything. But it's like the man I remember. When I was growing up, when we used to go to Likimba, there used to be a man, every single time I would go past his coffee shop, he'll be sitting in the same chair. Morning, lunch, dinner, night. The same person, to the point we used to beep and wave to him. He never left that chair. He would sit. Is there anything wrong with a coffee shop? No. Is anything wrong going and having a coffee? No. But when it comes to the point that it takes over your life, this becomes the issue. This guy is the same person that a lot of us are in today. That we just in the same spot with no productivity. He's abused this coffee shop. He's abused this situation. Likewise, you can also fall in the same thing. It's just a different type now. It's just a different type of wasting time. Instead of sitting and chatting and chatting and chatting and talking and whatever, and just looking around at the cars, at the coffee shop, not doing nothing in your life, exactly the same thing. But this time, it's in the palm of your hand. It's in the palm of your hand. See, it goes back to the hadith of the Prophet Does it mean this? Does it mean something else? We don't know. But the Prophet said that a trial will enter the house of every believer. Some scholars said this was the TV. Some said it was the internet. Some said it was social media that people are abusing. But you know what the problem is? Whatever it is, it's getting worse. Whatever it is, is getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. That a person thinks to himself, like, what's next? What's next? What else is the Prophet is talking about a fitna, a trial that's going to enter Every single household is getting worse and worse and worse to the point that we, as humans, as brothers, as what we're hearing of these new medical conditions. Children, they were hearing of these new medical conditions. Autism, 
person says, yeah, autism. Autism, what does that mean? Does someone know what autism means? It means when someone is antisocial. He's got social problems. He cannot socially interact and he's got education issues. Some of it, yeah, it could be chemical. But a lot of it is also behavioral. The way they were raised. The things that they were given. No more socializing. No more going out. Meeting other kids. Let the kid fall. Let the kid get injured. Let the kid get dirty. Let the kid go through the stuff that a normal childhood as we grew up. If anything, in our time, what was, what was the condition that was going around? ADD, right? Or ADHD. What does that mean? You're too active. You're too hyperactive. Like you're just all over the place. Jumping here, jumping there, going here, going there, on the roof of the house, on the bottom of the house, on the neighbor's house. They used to call this person ADD. It's too much, too hyperactive. Now it's the complete opposite. This kid's something, there's no reaction. This is the reality. And what we do passes on, unfortunately, to the children. But I want you to do something. And you have a time. Check your screen time. Check it for the last six months to a year or whenever. Have a look and see what's being used. And you'll be shocked. You'll be like, that is not possible. But that does not lie. Because the phone records everything that you do. A person has to understand something very important in Islam. If you grab someone that's memorized the Quran, we ask them a question, can you remember the whole Quran in that one moment? They'll say, no, it's, I can't remember the whole Quran in that, in that moment. So we say, what do you remember? He says, I remember whatever I recite or whatever I hear. So you can't remember everything at once. Right? You've got to remember things as they come. And the Qur'an is, is called, or one of the names of the Qur'an, the actual names, is a dhikr right? إِنَّهُ تَذْكِرَ It is a reminder, right? It reminds the human being. So whenever we hear verses of the Qur'an, or even you want to go further, a hadith of the Prophet wasallam, whatever you hear, it's going to remind you of something that's going on through your life at the moment, whatever it is. It's going to connect you to something that's going to benefit you regardless. How many times I subhanAllah, I got a problem, I came across a verse and it, subhanAllah, it touched on my problem. It's not just that. Everything in the Quran relates to your life at this moment. Everything. Even if you want to talk about a hadith of the Prophet wasallam, that may have nothing to do with your current situation, it will still have one way or another a benefit to the way that you live at the moment. So a person asks himself, Okay, but you know, I haven't memorized the Quran or I can't read the whole Quran. That's not the point. The point is one verse can be your medicine for that hour or for that day. One verse or one surah or whatever it may be is enough to get you by. It's like a medicine. It's given to you as it was given to the Prophet wasallam. not in a complete form. It was given in sections to Rasulullah wasallam. So they take from that as a human being, this is how much he's able to take, so he also takes it as the Prophet wasallam took it. This is why they said, Ya Rasulullah, we can recite the Qur'an, the companions, Ibn Abbas and others says, Ya Rasulullah, we can recite the Qur'an less than three days. The Prophet wasallam he said, do not do less than that. He advised not to read the Qur'an or finish the Qur'an less than three days. Why? Because you're not going to contemplate over it. You're not going to 
you know, reflect upon its verses. It's too quick. Take your time. So these small benefits is what benefits in life. These small benefits is what helps us through life. But when we have something else, as the scholars would say, this is a common statement of the scholars of the past. They said two things can never exist in the heart of a believer. This is just an example. They said that the music, the music and Quran cannot exist both in the heart of a believer. It's either one or the other. Meaning there's only so much room the heart can have. Either it's going to be Quran or it's going to be something else. Yani it's only going to be good or it's going to be evil. Choose what's going to exist in the heart. You can't have both. Exactly the same thing. You can't have both exist in the heart. You can't have rubbish that you just go through that has uselessness and no benefit and have Allah and His deen and the Quran and everything also exists at the same time. It's like a vessel. It's going to be filled either one or the other. It can't have both. Because one will completely distract from the other. And this is the reality. We are being distracted. We are being taught other than the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are taught evil, we don't know. We are taught black magic, we don't even know. We are taught jealousy, we don't even know. See, look at the life of the Prophet and look at the things that he prohibited from for us to do. The number one, if you want to put it in a category, it's called, do not look at the life of others. What falls under that? The Prophet ﷺ forbade you what? To peek through the hole of the fence to your neighbor. Don't look and see what your neighbor is doing. That's prohibited in Islam. The Prophet ﷺ said the believer, the true believer, or part of faith is a Muslim, leaves alone that which well, doesn't concern him. Meaning, don't involve yourself in the, in the business of others. Eavesdropping. Listening to the conversation of others, right? You want to go and you, you want to listen. What, what is that person? What is he saying? What is he saying? You want to put your ear up against someone's wall and hear what they're saying behind. The Prophet ﷺ again, even Allah mentions, when you go to some, don't enter through someone's back door. Don't go around someone to the back of someone's house. You enter through the front. Meaning don't involve yourself in the life of other people. Don't look at, don't be envious. Don't have envy. Don't have jealousy. Do not backbite. Do not slander. What is this all involved? You putting yourself in the life of other people. You watching. No, what's the one? Don't spy. In Islam, there's no spying. You're not allowed to spy. Even if your Muslim brother is doing something wrong, you can't, you know, wear a black jacket, black hood, whatever, and go and you want to spy on that person. That's haram in Islam. There's no spying in the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is this all for under? Don't concern yourself with the life of other people. Concern yourself with your life and your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what happens these days, we want to know what other people's life is and we use the phone to do that. Where is this guy going? What is he doing? What did he buy? What is he up to? Where is he going? Where did he eat? How is he dressed? What is he driving? Where is he now? Where what holiday he's been? And that person's giving all that information away. And we want, we're intrigued to know. See, it's not that he puts that information. We want to know. We'll log in. We'll check. We'll see. We'll follow. Why are you concerned about what other people's life is? How is it that a Muslim can spend an hour of watching 
These videos that come up says someone's morning routine. Yeah, someone's morning routine. Now, the only morning routine you should be following is the morning routine of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Now, what's your routine of someone getting out of bed in the morning? How he gets out of bed? With his wife sometimes, inshallah, and sometimes Muslims they post postings up. How they wake up in the morning? How they open their curtains? How they brush their teeth? How they fix their hair? How they put their makeup on? How they do their eyelashes? How they get dressed? How they have a shower, how they have a bath, how they make their breakfast. And we find that entertaining to watch. Well, the day of the Prophet ﷺ started with Fajr. Started with the acts of Sunnah. Started with things of benefit. This is the life that we show, you know, the life of someone, of a... Of an idiot filming his whole, he or she filming their whole life and saying, Look, this is what I'm doing in the morning. On my shopping day, come follow me on my shopping day, or come follow me on my work day. We're not allowed to look into the lives. We're not allowed. Why? Because it causes problems within you in jealousy, in envy, in hatred, in anger, in evil eye. Then we're not happy. We're doing it. The wife comes home, she's not happy. She's complaining. Why? Because she's looking at the life of other people. That You've allowed that too. You're doing it. So she's doing it. And if I say, look at this person's life, or look at that person's life, and, and, and. But you know what people post, the reality is completely different. Everyone knows that. And as one psychologist, he said, he said, the most depressed people, listen, and I'll end off with this. The most depressed patients that I have ever had in my life that are on the brink of committing suicide are the ones that are very connected or have the most followers on social media. They are the most depressed people in their life because their life is about pleasing others. Likes. That's why in the... Uh, Social medias have removed likes. You can't see how many likes you get. Why? Because that used to affect people's psychology. People used to kill themselves because they didn't get enough likes or they felt like people don't like me. He said the most depressed people I've ever met in my life to the point they're about to commit suicide are the ones that try to make their whole world look happy on social media. But in reality, inside, they're miserable. If someone's happy inside... There's no need for him to show anyone his happiness. If someone is grateful and content with Allah, what Allah has given him, there's no reason for him. There's no reason for him to go online and to try to show the whole world what he has. And one other warning before we end. This is a serious warning. Let's go back 10, 15, 20 years ago. If a man came to you in the street, and said to you, give me a picture of your mother and give me a picture of your children. Would you give him a picture? Anyone that used to ask for a picture in my early times, and you will remember, they'll ask for a picture is because they want to do black magic. How do they do black magic? They bring the jinn. They say, go harm this person. Shows him a picture. The jinn will go to try to please that human. So that human can now do things for the jinn. So like a two-way deal. The jinn will go fulfill that harm. Then the human being will be satisfied. Then he'll start to do acts to please the devil. 
to make the devil happy. That's how it works. So you're putting pictures of your children, children online, for the whole world to see. You're telling me you don't have any enemies or anyone jealous? Pictures of your wife, of your wife, of your wife. Imagine I came to you or someone came to you 10, 15, 20 years ago and said, stopped you in the street and said to you, listen, I just want to show you a picture of my wife. Showed you a picture of his wife in the street. What would you do? You say, you're crazy. Get out of it. What are you doing? Are you crazy? Why is she having a picture of your wife for? She's in hijab. She's supposed to be protected. Get out of here. Crazy man. Go chuck the picture away. Stop going. And he's going from person to person showing pictures of his wife or his kids. Okay, this person's crazy. That's how you used to react back then. But why are you doing it now? Mashallah, picture you and your wife hugging, kissing each other. There's something wrong with you. And then you get smashed. What's happening? Why is all this iron, all this evil eye? What's going on in my life? Why is everything going wrong? Because of you. Because of you. You caused it. You didn't protect your household. You didn't protect your family. If anything, you expose them to the evil eye. You expose them to black magic. Yes, it's true. Black eye, black, the eye and black magic is true. It's huck. And there are people that commit this sin. Day in, day out. This evil, this kufr, this corruption. Day in, day out, it's committed. They just need someone that's dumb enough to put their family and their wife and their mother and the whole family so everyone can see. Jealous? No problem. Someone's jealous. You know, there are a lot of cultures in Islam. All it takes is one phone call, one message. Listen, this family I don't like. How much would it cost for you to do black magic on them? People don't care. They want to see you go down, they'll do it. And how many times, how many times it just keeps going on and on. You want to know when the biggest calamities happen? And I'll end off, this will be the last thing I want to say. Go look at the problems that you've had in your life that you cannot explain and go look at your posts that you've put of your family and children and you'll see that there's a relationship between the two. That's all I'm going to say. Because the Prophet ﷺ said, Al-Ainu Haqq. The An, the An is truth. It's Haqq. It exists. And those type of things stir jealousy, especially when you want to show your wealth, right? You want to show what you got. You want to show your happiness and your happy family and your happy household and your happy everything and your happy uh, situation that you're living. Look, Allah has given me and bless you. You want to show that to people that could be suffering and people going through more difficulty than you. They're going to look at that and you know what? What's going to stop them? You think they fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Out of 10,000 people that saw that post, you're telling me there's not going to be one is going to give you the evil eye, that's something for you to think about. Check your phones, reassess, reconnect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know there's only limited time that you have in this world to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah madina fi man hadayt wa afina fi man afayt wa tawallina fi man tawallayt wa barik lana fi ma atayt wa asrif anna sharra ma qadayt rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa kina adab al-nar yamu qallib al-kulub thabit kulub al-adhinik wa akhada wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa kama salam.